0: During these times, we're all in this together, and we want to remain positive. Thus, being good servants, wanting to keep our social distancing, we're going to share with you some of the best episodes of A Server's Journey. If you've heard these episodes before, well, this could be a good reminder. But thanks for being a loyal listener to A Server's Journey. Welcome to this edition of A Server's Journey with Rocky DeStefano. Rocky's been a server since his early days of working behind the counter at Chick-fil-A to having his own successful store of his own. Rocky is called upon to help people develop their skills and staffs around the country. Being a server himself, he loves to talk about leading yourself, leading a few, leading many, and leading an organization. Good morning, Rocky. Good morning, Jake. Yes, here we are. By the way,
1: you nailed the name. Perfect. How many years have I known you and I can't say your name? You you are not the only one, I promise. Okay. (laughs) But I I, I just want to thank everybody for joining us here. Um, You know, I hope that together we can learn to be better leaders. That's what this is all about, isn't it? Absolutely. And this is, believe it or not, already episode three. And I think it is going to be a great journey. Um, And I, I think it's going to be helpful if we meet here every week. And don't worry if you miss a session. There's no issue at all. You can always go back. You can look at our episode log and you can listen to any past podcast that you desire to
0: that's a fantastic idea because getting involved weekly and this is going to be out weekly we're coming out on a wednesday so you'll know you can set your subscriber to be there on wednesday and here
1: we are with a server's journey and jay uh, you know today i was hoping that we could talk about the why and more importantly why your why is so important. There's a lot of um, great learning and great teaching around this subject, but the reality is a lot of companies don't start with the why. They actually start with the what and the how.
0: Yeah, well, you gotta know what your your product is, don't you?
1: Yeah, and, and, and that's the more concrete part. The reality is most of your team, they already know what you do, what product you offer, or what service you provide. And honestly, most of them even know the how. How do you do it? What separates us from other companies? But what most people lack in their job is, is really a clear sense of purpose, and, and that's the why. And without uh. it, without it, Larry, you're just adrift That's sea, man. Um, understanding this why, it, it really enables us to focus our efforts on what matters the most. And it pushes us to take risk. And that's a big deal, because in business, in any business, you're going to have to take risks, and when you understand why you're doing something, it's easier to, because it's a motivating factor. Um, the problem is that almost no one knows why why we do something, and I'm going to tell you, it can't be about profit. Profit is great. Profit is honestly the end result, but that's what it is. It's just a result. It's always a result. The why. It differs because the why is the reason why I get out of bed in the morning. And the why is that cause or that belief. It's the reason that you care. It's probably the reason you started in the beginning. Well, you know,
0: can I relate to you? Yeah. I, I was a kid driving home from Caterpillar Tractor Company at 7.30 in the morning working overnight shift. And on the radio was a guy named Earl Nightingale. And he gave me such focus and innovation ideas I think he gave me the why, and then there was another time in my life, and that was when like my my spiritual life changed, and that gave me a why. That's right. But um, am I saying too much here?
1: No, I don't. Am think Am I you getting are. too far ahead of you? Well, no, I I think what you're you're kind of proving my point, and really I think we have an epidemic today in, in, in the workforce in general. Uh, you know, if, if you look at employee engagement stats, they're they're terrible. And it's a it's a crisis, and the crisis is on an unprecedented scale. But it's really around that purpose, Larry. It's really around hey, if you can figure out the why, uh, you know, you'll always uh, you'll you'll always come out much better. Um, and and knowing the why allows you to not live in the someday. It, it actually allows you to live in the now. Um, and then, honestly, I think that in the end, that really. Helps you create a tight knit team, and I think people will buy into it and be loyal.
0: And loyalty is what you want. Oh yeah, loyalty for sure. gains you the respect, right? For sure.
1: Yeah. Yep. That you know the the most inspiring leaders they're, they're able to c- communicate the why first, um, and and then again a clear why it enables your team to focus their efforts on, on what's important. Um, you know, you know the the main reason. You, the, the main way that we're separated as uh, humans compared to animals is that, you know, animals, they're driven to survive. That's it. I mean, every function they do is around survival. But, you know, humans, we crave more. We crave much more out of life than that. You know, we have an, a, a, a real innate need to answer the question, so why am I surviving? Survival for the sake of what? And without this purpose, man, People become disenchanted people oh, lose focus. I,
0: I, I think I hear that all over the country today. Absolutely. Why am I doing this? What am I doing?
1: Well, and it's odd and that it comes at a time where we're wealthier today than at any time in history. You, obviously money or profit alone. It just can't be that purpose. It, it doesn't feed us. It's I don't want to survive just for money right and can i say i have lived that philosophy all my life
0: i mean now you've lived the philosophy of only living for money or no no you know it's i don't i don't care what the guy makes right you exactly. know let's just do the good job
1: and you feel satisfied and you can move forward well and i think that there's a satisfaction you know um when i go home after a, a long day i can tell you if it's been a great day and it has nothing to do with whether I thought I made money. It really has to do with was was you know was I impactful? Did I use my influence correctly? Um, and, and I think that matters. I think that is what helps people not become uh, you know disenchanted. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know uh, the German philosopher Frederick and I'm going to destroy this Nitsky, I believe. Nitschke. Yeah. Okay. Well, I thought I thought you had it. You know I'm going to go with that. <laughs> you know he said he who has a why can endure anyhow Wow can you repeat that? He who has any why can endure anyhow. Wow. Which is you know pretty good knowing the why it's an important first step in figuring out how you're gonna achieve your goals it creates excitement it creates loyalty in your team and only when you know your why will you find the courage to take the risks needed to get ahead and and also to stay motivated when the chips are down, because the chips are going to be down sometimes. Yeah,
0: and motivation is a key there. Yeah.
1: Well, I mean, Larry, you mentioned you're driving home from the Caterpillar tractor, and I'm sure the radio was maybe your the first spark of your desire to be a producer to Oh, yeah. Be on the air.
0: Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I was going to be Jack Parr once again. Uh, well, you yeah. know.
1: Reincarnate.
0: But... I didn't quite make that, but hey, I've been here ever since. So now, since. Sh-
1: should we give a slight, because you and I are a little bit older than maybe some of the listeners, Jack Parr? You don't know who Jack Parr is? You, could, you Guys, look it up, Google Jack Parr, and you will find out. This okay. is a good learning lesson for you. There so. you go, Google. That's the answer. The answer to everything is Google. <laughs> <laughs> it, well, sure, it, it definitely is for me. <laughs> you, you know, Larry, in the end, um, I think people under- They can understand all about how much experience I have. They can understand how our, we're different. They can understand our products. But it, it just doesn't drive behavior. If if we don't do a good job as leaders um, pushing this this why, then they don't really know why they do what they do. And because we've already said people are moved by the why, how do you get anybody really to care?
0: Well, you, okay, this is a motivational we're talking about leading people we're talking about leading others leading ourselves leading groups and to be a better leader how do you drive people to find their why you know yeah what are some um
1: you know what are some of the ideas how, what would make someone come alive well and, and that's really the the first thing that i would recommend and, and i'm going to I'm going to ask you to join in the conversation because I know that you've different parts of your life have found what made you come alive. And, you know, it's unique for every person. But, you know, number one, you have to find that. It, you know, the word inspire comes from the Latin word meaning to breathe life into. Accordingly, when you're working towards something that, that inspires you, it literally makes you feel more alive. What makes you come alive isn't referring to, to taking your dream holiday. It's not about watching your favorite team play football. Those are great things. But honestly, it's about something bigger than that. And I'm I'm talking about a why that moves up the food chain from being about you to being about something bigger to you. And it's about connecting with what you're passionate about, Uh, knowing that when you focus your affection on endeavors that put fire in your belly, you're going to grow. And you're, not only are you going to grow as a business or as a person, but as your impact and your influence in ways that has nothing, in, in ways that nothing else can really help those things grow. And you're not talking about
0: companies here. You're really talking about one-on-one. Yeah. What's it going to take
1: inside to make you come alive? Yeah, and you got
0: to think about that.
1: You do. And, and you know you don't have to declare at this point that you want to invent the next, you know, iPhone or solve the world's energy problems or cure cancer. This is about you connecting to a cause that's bigger than profit, but which is also congruent with who you are and what you care about.
0: What what, what do you look for? What do
1: you, Are there certain strengths and weaknesses and how do you deal with things like that? Yeah, I, you know, I, I think that, and I can only use my personal, you know, experience, mm-hmm. but. I sell chicken sandwiches, that's what I do. You were with Chick-fil-A? Absolutely, okay. and I love the company. And the company is, is, is huge, it's, it's gonna be a $10 billion company this year, uh, 2,500 stores all across the country. Um, it's a success, and it's very profitable. But I was never excited and never drawn to the company. It doesn't make me feel alive. Profit, profit is a good result. But it didn't make me come alive.
0: Okay, you, as I understand it, we, I'm going to go back in your history. Yeah, you were a, a teenager that just got fired from the the Big yeah, M. I did, and you walked into this store. The guy hired you. Yep, and he saw something in you. Yeah, but he
1: must have given you something of the why that gets you where you are today. You, you know, um, the thing that he talked about is, and he, this is Chick Fil A's corporate mission. It's not every individual store, but. The Chick-fil-A corporate mission is to glorify God by being a faithful steward of all that we've been entrusted with and to have a positive impact on those we come in contact with. And as a 16-year-old kid who had just been fired from McDonald's for being quite possibly the worst employee in their history, I, I, I don't know what, what Joe saw in me, but it was down deep if he saw it. Mm-hmm. Um, but what I was moved by is there was nothing in their mission that talked about selling chicken sandwiches or making money. It talked about being a great steward of the things we're given and having a positive influence on people. And those resonated with me even at 16. Wow, you must have bought into that. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, then, so you took that buy-in
0: and then you created some strength out of it, didn't you? Sure,
1: well, and I think that's really the second part is you have to kind of discover what are your innate strengths? How are you different? You know, and I think you start by saying, what are the things that I've always been good at? The things that you sometimes look at other people and wonder why they're finding it so hard. Mm -hmm. Um, Are you able to see patterns and opportunities uh, amidst complexity? Uh, Are you creative? Uh, Are you naturally adept at coming up with the -the outside-the-box solutions? Are you a natural-born rebel with an innate ability to identify what the status quo is in need of a makeover. And that natural-born rebel yeah. could really be harnessed as strengths. Many of the greatest success stories in life are people that rebelled against the status quo, and they recognize that their industry, whether it's music or, I mean, rock and roll is the story of rebellion, <laughs> and it's all about you know understanding what, what's next and how to shake it up. Um, you know, I I think there's a lot of strength in that. Uh-huh. And details, too, right? Yeah. I, I Some people are brilliant in the details. They're just naturally good at executing projects with a precision that that some people find tedious. You know, and, and then there's other people that are naturally gifted communicators or, you know, technocrats or diplomats or, or network or leader. Some people are better problem solvers or people that push for change. Again, can I uh, ex- yeah. ex- ex- say please, something here? please.
0: You know, the reason why I'm sitting here and you're sitting there is I realize my strength. Yeah. And my strength is enabled to help people produce things. Right. And, and it's not to do the thing, but it's to get it done. Right.
1: And I am just so satisfied with that right now. Right. That is so exciting to me. So. Yeah. I, and, you know, it's, it's odd because sometimes you're passionate about things you're, you have no natural talent for. You know, and sometimes you're talented at things for which you have almost no passion. And this, I found this to be true. I I love music. I I look at people that create it, and I'm just over, I'm amazed. And yet, I seem to have zero ability in music. And so that's a passion of mine, but the passion is is much more static. It's not (laughs) the strength. I'm just listening to it. Uh That's that's my passion. Um, You know, experience, however, it's shown that, that we rarely, expi- uh, rarely aspire toward ambitions that we have no natural talents to achieve. Most people are like you, Larry. They realize, hey, I'm really good behind a microphone, or I'm really good at producing, mm-hmm. and they're drawn to that. You know. civil. Uh, c- well, you know,
0: um, I'm reading a book right now All right. on Andrew Jackson. Yeah. Who, who uh, in the war, 1814, Greeks up rose, went down to New Orleans, you know? Right. And uh, he wasn't a natural-born general, no. but it was just
1: natural-born talent that he had, and he used it. Well, and if you look at his story specifically, he got people to charge into gunfire. Yeah. So he may not have been a natural-born general, but I think he was a leader, for a sure. A leader, Yeah. You know, um, there was a civil rights leader, uh, Howard Thurman, and Uh he once wrote, don't ask yourself what the world needs. Ask yourself what makes you come alive, and then go do that, because the world needs people. I'm sorry, what the world needs is people who have come alive. And I think for him, of course, he was talking about something even more important than business or profit. He was talking about people gaining civil liberties. Um, But he, he pushed them, and he said... Figure out what you're passionate about and come alive, because the world needs people that are alive.
0: Oh, that are alive, yeah. So, what's the value you add after you have your strength and you know what you're, you know what you want to do?
1: Yeah, you know, I and I think thank you for kind of leading in, into that because that's really the next part. Where do you add the greatest value? Mm-hmm. You know, doing work that you're good at, but which which you hate, is not really going to be a pathway to fulfillment. Mm-hmm. That said, knowing your greatest strengths and where you can add the most value through the application of your education and your skills and your knowledge and your experience uh, can help you focus on the opportunities and the roles and maybe even the career path where you most likely will succeed and therefore find the greatest sense of accomplishment and contribution.
0: So know your strengths.
1: Yeah. Don't worry about the negatives. Right. Yeah. I think too often, and, and this is very American, by the way, you come home uh, with a report card and you got uh, five A's and a, a C. Oh. And you're, what do your parents say? Great job on the A's. Now let's get that C up. Yeah. But, you know, again, there's a famous book, great book by an author named Marcus Buckingham. And he talks about in other cultures, they focus on what their strengths are and they realize okay i'm never going to be an a here maybe i don't like it at all and i've got to be a c student at least (laughs) but i don't have to be an a if math is never going to be a strength why do i push for it and i think again too often we undervalue our strengths and our skills and the expertise that we naturally acquire over time i'm going to ask
0: you a question sure did Truett Cathy, the founder of a billion-dollar company called Chick Fil A, yeah. was he a major uh, studied person? Uh, you know, schooled.
1: Well, was- you know, when he died, Larry, he had hundreds and hundreds of degrees. Uh, unfortunately, they were all honorary degrees. Uh, right. Truett struggled to get through high school. He. That's what I. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. He. He. You know. He had a famous saying, and, and it's one I love. I've used it hundreds of times. And he always said that the world is run by C students. Amen, Mm -hmm. brother. People that are able to kind of pick themselves up. When you mentioned that C, see, I was thinking that that's where that came
0: from. I mean, for me, because uh, I'm sorry, I'm a C student. I never made those big A's. Yeah. And my parents always went, oh, here he is again.
1: (laughs) Well, you know, I, I think, again, Truett saw where he could add value. And I think if we reframe the concept of adding value and then we add the lens of, hey, what problems can I solve? You know, you can ask yourself, you know, what you're well-placed and what you're equipped to help solve. Mm -hmm. Um, You can ask yourself, what problems do you really enjoy solving too? And what problems do you feel passionate about? Those are important too. But I think in the end, Larry, you're going to be more successful at focusing on your natural strengths and the things that you are innately good at uh, rather than trying to bolster your weaknesses all right so you, how do you measure up your life then yeah you, uh, what what how do you do that you know I, I i think that's the the final part to it you know how will you measure your life you, people who don't stand for something can easily fall for anything that's a famous thing yeah you're saying, yeah. yeah and I, I think that's a question you have to ask yourself to, you have to decide how you want to measure your life yeah, and and That means, uh, it means making a stand for something and then living your life in alignment with that stance. You know, Truett um, said, I don't want profit to be the main thing. I want to be a good steward and I want to be a good influence. And then he aligned himself to it. And he closed on Sunday. Yeah, and that was part of it for sure. You know, he saw it as, well, first of all, he was very tired. (laughs) Uh, You know, restaurant work is difficult and he needed a day off and he also realized his 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 team needed a day off, and if he was going to be a good steward of his team and a good influence, he they needed a day of rest.
0: And the Lord said, on the seventh day, you rest. Oh, that's it. Okay, can I throw that in? Yeah,
1: absolutely. And, and, you know, ultimately, living with purpose, though, is going to mean focusing on things that matter to you most. You know, ironically, the things that matter most are rarely things, by the way. You know, it's it's Larry just got back from a cruise and—, and he said it was the best, one of the best experiences of his life. But I guarantee you, it wasn't about how beautiful his room was, or it was about the experience, the memories that he made, and the fun. I'm, it just was fun. That's yeah.
0: all. Hey, I hate to tell you this, you know, I've worked around you for years. Yes,
1: I have never been so relaxed in my whole life. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know that 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 could be a direct correlation <laughs> to not being around me as much. <laughs> <laughs> you know. Um, it, you, getting back to this some people are are in a position that they can actually trade the security of a regular salary in order to pursue a passion but but many can't at least not in the short term or without violating core values you don't want to you know get money by core uh, violating what you really believe in
0: right but it's so sad that some of us find that passion and then we're not able to utilize it well, because I, we have these debts and things like that.
1: Yeah, and, and I think it's also, again, if, if, if your why is money, you're going to follow that. And following your heart, sometimes those are mutually exclusive. So sometimes mm-hmm. you have to say, hey, this adds passion, and it's going to be a longer road, but I'm going to enjoy it. I'm not going to make as much money as for at first. Um, but, you know, I think that when you shift the lens in in which you view what you're doing now then you can profoundly shift your experience of it no matter what your job you can still draw meaning from it and find a greater purpose through how you do what you do and if you don't think you're the kind of person that you'd want to work with then consider that it may not be because of the job you do each day but it could be just really about your attitude towards it
0: the attitude we always have to think about the attitude, and if you want people to be the best leader, and to drive people to be more, you got to help them find that why. And yeah.
1: what were those? What were those points? Well, and again, I think what we're what we're asking or what we're expressing today is you really got to spend a little bit of time on yourself as you kind of go on your leadership journey. You know, you have to figure out what makes you come alive. You know, you have to kind of look at your yourself yeah, and say, figure out what are my strengths. Uh-huh. Um, you know, you have to figure out where or how can I add the greatest value. And then the fourth part, which is maybe the most compelling, is at the end, how am I going to measure my life? And it, it's not going to be about profit for sure.
0: So we've talked about learning about the why. And boy, it is so exciting when you get it in your gut. Yeah, and you know a why and you want to move forward with it.
1: Well again the why it gets you through The the hard parts of every day Well, you know and you're gonna have those days where you wonder why you're why are why am I doing this to myself? And and that's real, but if you can remind yourself of your why then it helps you get through it.
0: Yeah fantastic remember you can subscribe Right here to the podcast weekly. We want you to do that because it's going to come out on a Wednesday. You can set your calendar to it because it'll be there, right there on Wednesday, and you'll know what we're going to say
1: yeah. each week, okay? And we're learning about the leader process. Absolutely. And, and I can tell you, we can kind of promo this out now. We actually have two authors who will be coming on that we are very, very excited about, um, and we're going to make sure you have links to some of their teaching and some of their books. But... Uh, Larry, I'm excited about this, and you know, I'm Rocky, and, and I hope that together, we're gonna be able to make some stories better.